This was a very big weekend for Callie and I, because for the first time in nearly a year, we sat at a table at a restaurant and we had drinks. It was crazy. And we had food and there was a server. I almost cried. Really? Mm -hmm. Like the reason that we didn't. So I was pregnant last summer and. COVID was still pretty new and we didn't know there weren't a lot of answers as to like what was what the impacts like on, you know, my pregnancy might be or what. So we just didn't know. So we decided it was best for us to just play it safe. So for literally the past year, have not even been to an outdoor restaurant. And it was just I thought I was going to cry at the table. That's how excited I was. It was 60 degrees in Atlanta yesterday and we took Ellie out for a walk and Near our house, there's this little, like, common community. Like a little c- city center. Yeah, community area. Yeah. And there's about a half a dozen restaurants and a big green space. And we were just going to go over there and sit in the sun and give Ellie her bottle. But I saw that one of the restaurants had virtually all of their patio tables open, and they were in the sun. And I said, like, almost like, almost like we were doing something scandalous. Jeff's like, like, should we go have a glass of wine? Do you want to go sit at the restaurant? And we went over there and uh, and sat outside, and it was great. It, it was, was so I great. can't even express my level of joy and the feeling of just like, oh, my gosh, normal. Something normal. Like, oh, my gosh, I remember this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was still in sweatpants at the restaurant, but we'll get there. One well, day, I'll, one day I'll wear jeans again to a restaurant. What was funny though is, so we're there, and it's obviously Ellie's first restaurant experience. And at some point, Callie says, "Hey, I think the baby needs a diaper." So I, I I'm going to go. Do we do we have a mask? I'm going to go to change the baby, and then I I, I said sure. And then she goes, the only thing is, I don't know how how the diaper changing tables and restrooms work. I've never touched one before Zero in my clue. life. Zero clue. Because she, I mean, she's almost four months old, but we haven't been anywhere. So I don't know how to change a baby other than like outside or in the back of a car. Well, I mean, you know how to change a baby, but you don't know how to get the table to come down nope. from the wall, Mm-mm. which I'm, I'm guessing it's just a little clip at the top and it folds down and you probably wipe it off with a Clorox wipe and off you go, right? I didn't even have a Clorox wipe in the diaper bag. I got to put Clorox wipes in the diaper bag. Oh, you don't have any? Because I we have some in the garage and I bought them and said, you should put some of these in the diaper bag. And you said- Oh, well, the packets. Yeah. You said, why would I need Clorox wipes in the diaper bag? And now you know why. Now I know why. I hadn't yeah. even thought of that. Well, I got you prepared. So next time you're at a restaurant where you're going to be confused by the- Diaper, what's it called? Changing table. Yeah. You'll at least be prepared. Yes. You won't know how to use it, but you'll know how to clean it once you figure it out. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for that experience yesterday. The sunshine, the walk, and 
just sitting at a table outside with uh, my wife and my daughter. Oh, that's such a cute sentence. My name is Callie Dollar, <laughs> and I'm grateful for Jeff's dad getting his second COVID shot. So, oh my gosh. It, I, I don't know. I'm sure you feel relieved, if not more relieved than I feel. Well, my concern, because they do it up in New York State, he was able to get his vaccine from a drugstore that's maybe half a dozen miles from his house, 10-minute drive from yeah. his house. And so, Ray, when he got his first shot, they schedule your second shot appointment, and which was different than how it, it happened down here for your parents. Your parents scheduled their first shot. Then, like, two weeks later, they had to start calling to try to get a reservation right. to whatever. So I was like, oh, cool, this is going to be so easy for him. But it's Syracuse, New York. So then I started thinking during the like, winter, during the winter. So then I started thinking like, what if there's a snowstorm? What if there's a blizzard? What if the, cause there are certain points where your dad can't drive. Like people just don't leave their houses. They just, cause there's so much snow. Well, yes. I mean, it's possible that you could wake up in the morning and there's a foot and a half of snow in the ground. Yes. And you just, you just can't get on the road. Yeah. Um, so that was my big concern. Uh, but he woke up Friday morning. He did have to shovel the driveway, of course, because there was snow on the ground. But he, by one o'clock, he got to the drugstore at one o'clock. It's called Kinney Drugs, which is, I think, local to upstate New York. And he said that 15 minutes later, he was in the car driving home with his shot and his paperwork. And then I asked him the next day about side effects. He said none, like less than I'm so none. Glad. Like, I don't even think he had a sore arm. Like, he was like, I wouldn't even have known. If I if I slept through it, I wouldn't know that I had gotten the shot. So I wonder, did you ask him if he is going to, like, walk into the casino like he owns the place now? Now that he's got his shots, is he going to be like, hey. Well, you, you, still, you still can't. I mean, I'm not. I know you have to go in there in a mask or whatever. Oh, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure for him there's this level of, like, comfort. Well, I, yeah, I think anybody who gets the shot feels a little more like safe. Just a, yeah. yeah. And so here's what's awesome about him getting the shot is we, uh, Ellie and I FaceTimed him a few hours after he got the shot and told him that in two weeks we're getting in the car and we're driving from Atlanta to, I'm going to cry, to Syracuse so Ellie can meet her grandfather. Yeah, she's going to meet her grampy for the first time. And we are going to t attempt a 24-hour road trip with an infant, <laughs> which I think we, we've we talked about this a lot. And bottom line is they need to meet. Like we have – it has been a priority for us since COVID started. Like we've been talking about this for a year. How do we get Ellie to meet um, her grampy and, you know, all that. And we've been talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. And – so that is like numero uno priority for us. And no, sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> How did you lose your train of thought? I think my Adderall just wore off. Like in, <laughs> like, mid in that, like mid sentence. It's been a priority to go up there. What did you say right before? I got choked up and said, so in two weeks. Oh, yeah. So we're going to attempt a road trip with an infant. But we've been talking about this for so long. We've decided that if ever there's an age where she will be likely to be able to make it through a road trip like that, it would be now. Yeah. And I'm not, I, to be honest with you, I'm not that worried about it. Yeah. Um, 
because Callie's still going to be on maternity leave. And if the, the trip, the purpose of the trip is to, to go see my dad. And Mm -hmm. so he can meet Ellie and stuff. So it's not like we are staying in like fancy resorts on the way up and there's no itinerary and whatever. We're just going to kind of drive and, you know, we're going to take a day or two to go up there. It's going to take at least two days to get up there, but we'll drive for several hours and then we'll stop at a Hampton Inn or a Holiday Inn Express or whatever. And then we go the next day, which means all that to say, I'm not worried about it because if she's like super fussy or super grumpy, we just extend it by a day. Mm-hmm. Like we just, you know, yeah. st- stay local and let her sleep it off or what? I don't know. Like I'm not. We'll th- figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out because we're on no super tight schedule because of your maternity leave. But I'm so excited just to go up there and obviously they can meet. And even though she's not going to remember a minute of it, a second of it, we'll be able to take her to like, I'm going to cry again, but like the duck pond, you know, that I always went to as a kid Mm -hmm. and just have pictures of her there and obviously pictures of her and my dad, but in, in drive out and get, you know, fried fish from the fried fish place Mm -hmm. that we go to every time we go up there and just have a picture of her in front of that place. It's just going to be so cool. So everybody's been asking, when is your dad going to be able to meet Ellie? And the answer is uh, in less than two weeks now. (laughs) So, so excited. Yeah. So excited. Yeah. Completely switching gears here. And this is really random. And I have not told you about this yet, Jeff, but I have been, okay. So we have like probably what? 12 Starbucks within a five mile radius of us. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yes. Like we have so many Starbucks around here. Now I. What's funny about the Starbucks that are around us is there are like 12 is an exaggeration, but there's probably five Starbucks that all I think are like equidistant from. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, like we're right in the center we're like the center, the nebulous of five different Starbucks locations. And I have my preferences, but the preferences have changed since, you know, with COVID stuff going on. Because sometimes, like, what I like to do is I like to order our drinks. Yep. And I like to go in the store to pick them up because all of them typically have very long lines. So to me, it's At just At the drive-thru, you mean? At the drive-thru. So to me, it's just more efficient to order before I even leave the house and then show up and they're ready and it's faster and whatever. So there's like a handful of Starbucks that I go to. I have my preferences, but the hard thing is sometimes some of the insides are closed. So you can order, but then you get there and there's a sign on the door saying, you got to go through the drive-thru. We're closed today. Now, I don't know if that's because they had someone that was sick there. They don't have enough staff, whatever, but it happens, right? So then I switched to a different Starbucks. Well, I have been fully versed in all the Starbucks around our house. There is one that is actually the closest that is currently open to our house. And I, for whatever reason, for the past two weeks have been getting a feeling like I should not be in there. And it's really weird. And I don't know why the, the Starbucks team there is super nice. The drinks are really good. They're fast. It's close to our house. And for whatever reason, my gut says you do not need to go there. So you don't weird. You don't need to go at all. 
to, to that location. To that location, or you don't need to get out of your car and go into the restaurant. Well, or they both, don't, they don't have a drive-through. That one, oh, so there's okay. no option to do that. Um, but it's really weird. Like the past couple times, I've just gotten a gut feeling that something bad is going to happen and that I really? shouldn't be there. And even though it's close and it's efficient, I think I the past two times I've been to Starbucks, I've driven way out of the way uh, to get our drinks because my gut is telling me not to go there, and I have no reason why, and nothing has made me had. I've never had an experience there that has told me I shouldn't be there, but. I just feel unsafe for no reason at all. Do you feel unsafe that like you're going to get a drink that's made with spoiled milk and end up sick or no. that there's like going to be a creepy person who follows you home? Yes. Or, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. It's a weird gut feeling. It's like the same. Un- it, I feel uneasy being in there and I don't, there's literally nothing that I can identify that would make me think this is a dangerous place to be. Like the only thing that is kind of weird about it is that it's next to an abandoned steak and shake, <laughs> but there's never been anything bad that's happened. You know what I mean? It's not close to a freeway. It, I haven't seen it on ATL scoop that that's a bad area. Zilch, nothing. You think, but I think I need to trust my gut, and I think I need to not go there. The ghosts of late night steak and shake runs are haunting you <laughs> at the Starbucks or something. What do, you know? What you should do is just not go to it for like a couple of weeks. You know, just take a break from it, and then go back and see if you have the same vibe. Like maybe, like what if? But it's not that I get that when I'm there. Like I even think about going, I'm like, you don't need to go there. And I think that's one of those things that you need to listen to your gut. It's the same thing about that happened to me in Aruba. It's the same feeling of like, this is just weird. You don't need to be there. Um, Have you told the Aruba story? I feel like I have. The short version of the Aruba story is when I was in college, my girlfriends and I went to Aruba with my parents um, for spring break. And we went out the first night. We just got a yuck feeling about the like bar that we were at or whatever. So we made our way home early and then never went out the rest of the week. And a week after we left, I think Natalie Holloway, that was the bar she was at the night that she went missing. And we just, I mean, talk about listening to your gut of, Hey, this feels off somehow. I guarantee you we'll get phone calls or you'll get messages from people who had the same thing, had the same gut feeling. Like you can't explain why, but you just feel like you got to get out of there. Uh, I remember somebody that I know had a gut feeling to not park their car in the garage. Like it just started haunting them. Like don't park in the garage. Don't park in the garage. Don't park in the garage mm-hmm. of their own house. Like, yeah. Do not park in the garage. And it bothered him so much that he stopped doing it. Stop parking in the garage. Yeah. And at some point shortly after he stopped doing it, he woke up to his car on fire. <gasps> and like the neighbors had already called like, it happened at one in the morning. So if he had parked in the garage, his whole house would have gone out. Oh, my gosh. And he, to this day, can't explain it. And I promise you, we're, our voicemail is going to be full. 
of people who've had stories just like that and you're going to get messages, I promise you, from the yeah. gut. All right. Now, let, let's just keep – let's just make this show all about changing directions okay. completely <laughs> First 100%. we're over here. Now we're going over there. And then now we have a totally different direction. Yeah. Going. Now I have a story about crows. Okay. Black crows. As in the band or the bird? The bird. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this – verbatim because it's so it's such an awesome story uh that there's no other way to, i just have to read it it was a, it's a it was a post online and uh it's about a person who was home during quarantine mm -hmm. plenty of time on their hands they were watching a nature program about crows and the program mentioned that if you feed and befriend crows they will bring you small gifts. So if you put, okay. if you feed the crows, they'll start bringing you stuff. And uh, this woman writes, my emo phase came back full force and I figured, hey, I'm furloughed. I have a lot of time. Let me make some crow friends. So she starts feeding the crows. Five crows that are in the neighborhood. She starts feeding them. Well, over the course of a couple of weeks, the five crows become over 15 crows. And apparently she lives in a community with a lot of older people who didn't seem to mind because they were all, you know, they're bird watchers also. Yeah. And they think it's fine. Uh, well, it got so bad that when she would be standing in her yard and a neighbor would come over to talk because nobody was going inside each other's house because right. it's in the middle of quarantine. Uh, a neighbor couldn't even stand in her yard to talk to her because the crows would start dive bombing the neighbor because they're trying to protect. Oh my gosh. Their, their friend. Uh, and she writes, the crows never made physical contact with her, but they got very close. Like they're not aggressive 100% of the time. Like if the neighbors are out in their own driveway, they're friendly, normal birds. But if the neighbors come physically close to me or even my property, the crows will make tons of noise and collectively dive bomb them. What can I do? So she posts this question online. Uh, a person writes back from an Audubon organization, mm -hmm. you know, that deals with birds and says, uh, here's what I think you should do. You should encourage the neighbors, the entire community to feed the birds. That sounds like a horrible idea. So she recruits her neighbors to also feed the birds. And now the birds love everybody. It was a terrific solution. Really? I would have thought they would have like overtaken the neighborhood. Nope. They're like, oh, you guys are all part of our family now. So now it's the humans and the crows living in harmony. You love this story, don't you? It's not even the best part of the story. Oh, okay. So I mentioned that this woman obviously lives in a neighborhood with older people. Yeah. Right? Uh... One day, a neighbor walked outside to get her mail, slipped, and fell. The crows saw her lying on the ground and started making more noise than anybody had ever heard. They were going ballistic. What? A different neighbor went outside to see what all the chaos was and found the person who was going to get their mail in their driveway with a hurt leg, unable to get up. With the crows flying in circles above the person and screaming and making tons of noise. And they were able to go over, help the guy, call an ambulance, get him fixed. 
the crows may have saved that man's life. That's crazy. That's the greatest story. That's an awesome story. I love that story. I feel like you want crows now. Yeah, I'm going to go start feeding the crows. Except for we don't have like a yard conducive to that. We don't really have trees around our house. They, that's fine. They'll live elsewhere. They'll just come. Protect us. And be our protectors. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that crows had that in them, like that much instinct, but that's pretty cool. I did not like crows before I heard this story. And now crows are the greatest. I think that you should, now that you love crows, you should go watch the birds movie again. BetterHelp has been a partner of this show for so long, and we love it because mental health is as important as your physical health. People are always quick to say, hey, make sure you exercise, make sure you eat well, make sure you get plenty of sleep. But do people really say make sure you take care of your mind as much as they should? BetterHelp makes that so easy with therapy from the comfort of your own home. Licensed professional counselors standing by to talk to you about your anxiety, your stress, your depression, your grief, your self-esteem, your trauma, your anger, whatever it is, they've got you covered. Of course, it's all confidential. It's convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. I want you to start living a happier life today. As an upside listener, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health at betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Up until last year, I had always done bra shopping in person, gone into a store, and it was always a really miserable experience, and I dreaded going, which is probably why I never updated my bras, because I put it off, because I hated it. Well, Third Love changed the game for me, and now they're the only place that I order my bras. They have a fitting room quiz. So what does that mean? You've heard us talk about their Fit Finder quiz before, but they've just launched the fitting room, which is a new version of the quiz. So they're going to ask you questions about size and your shape and current fit issues, but also your personal style to deliver bras and underwear that are perfect for you. Throughout the whole thing, fit stylists are available for one-on-one chats to answer any questions and they make it so easy and they're really personable. I've done it and you are going to love your third love experience. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering Upside listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 20% off today. I don't talk about this enough, but I want you to know that our friends at Liquid IV are on a mission. They're on a mission to positively change the world. They have donated over 10 million servings of their liquid IV products globally. And in response to COVID-19, over 4 million of their hydration and energy products are being donated to hospitals, to first responders, to food banks, to veterans, and to active U.S. military. So when you support a company like Liquid IV, you are also supporting those endeavors. So I just want to acknowledge that and thank them for that. 
And I also want to tell you that their matcha product, Liquid IV's energy product, tastes delicious. It provides a lasting energy boost throughout the day without the crash that you're going to get from that sugary coffee drink you're probably getting in the morning. I want you to try this new Liquid IV energy product as soon as you can and let me know how much you like it over coffee. Grab your Energy Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order at liquidiv.com if you use the promo code UPSIDE. Start fueling your adventures today at liquidiv.com. The promo code is UPSIDE. Today's quote of the day is... In order to be irreplaceable, one must always be different. Here are my three random things for today's episode of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Of course, presented by Brown & Company Jewelers. Today is National Walk Your Dog Day. Uh, your daily walk is enough to make sure you get the recommended 150 minutes of exercise a week. This is like a veterinarian's association reminding mm -hmm. you of this. Uh, you should take your dog for a walk every single day. And dog owners, according to a study by BMC Public Health, which is a research journal, dog owners have fewer emergency doctor visits than those without a furry friend. Interesting. They say it's because animals cause you to have more physical activity, activity mm -hmm. but they also reduce the stress in a home. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go from dogs to cats birds uh, to dogs to cats oh this is a very <laughs> animalistic episode of the upside uh so if you are a guy and you post in your dating app profile picture uh a picture of a cat women don't like it hmm. a study of 1300 women found that straight men who pose with a cat in their photos were described uh, as high, more neurotic, uh, less agreeable, less open, and less dateable by 1,300 women. <laughs> the other side of that, uh, if a guy, uh, straight or gay, posts a picture with a dog, uh, both men and women give that profile a 20% higher chance of That's being funny. dateable. So cats, bad. Uh, and my third random thing from Psychology Today magazine, 35, and I'm only saying this so that everybody listening can feel a little bit more normal. 35% of the population at some point in their lifetime will suffer from mental illness that could be that could benefit from medical attention. Not everybody gets the medical really? attention, but over one in three people have deal with mental illness. And a lot of people that's really interesting. That's high. Yeah. A lot of people don't um seek treatment for it, but uh they have it. Uh and then they went on to explain that uh writers suffer more significantly more mental illness than other people, including journalists, novelists, and poets. And again, that's from Psychology Today. Those are my three random things. I got to give you a little bit of background into 
what we're going to call the March of Appreciation. Because Jeff has been trying to sell me, because we pitch each other ideas all the time for the show. And he's been saying, let's do a big giveaway, you know, for, to say thank you to the listeners. So I'm thinking, okay, fine, but what makes it cool? And I have been totally unexcited about the whole idea of it because I just feel like, like, I don't know, it doesn't seem cool yet. Now it's cool. We have hit cool. I am so excited. I am jazzed. I am amped. Fill in whatever other words you want to use. I am so excited. And if I love it, that means you're going to love it. Is it because it's called the March of Appreciation? No. Because that has double meanings. Like it's the month of March and we're using the entire month to to show our appreciation to our our audience, which Mm -hmm. is great. The March of Appreciation. But it's also the physical act. We're going on a march of appreciation, but we're not really, but we could be. So really it only has one meaning. Well, yeah, but it could have two. If we were marching, it could But we're not. But we're not. Anyways, so what we have decided to do is we are going to give away 30, 30, right? Because 31 will be. Well, it depends on how many episodes we do in the month, but with every episode in the month of March, we're going to give away a prize. So it's going to be like maybe some cash. I don't know. We'll see. But it's also going to include like Brooklyn and sheets. It's also going to include my famous slip pillowcase, the silk one that everyone loves. It's going to include Rothy's shoes. It's going to include all sorts of stuff. Smart speakers, mm-hmm. Callie and Jeff merchandise, gift cards. There will be no cash in the during the month. With the exception of the very last day, we're going to do a big cat. We're going to do like 500 bucks or something, just a big cash prize on the very last day of the month. But prizes throughout the entire month. Yeah. And the cool thing about this is we're going to make a, like a, we're going to put on our website a whole list of the prizes that you could win. Now, every day, you get to pick from all of the prizes that we have. So if you're the first winner, you get your choice. Second day winner, you get your choice minus one because the first person already won that. So there will be like, you know, less to choose from every day. So you want to, you know, be proactive, get in the contest every day at the beginning. And it'll just be fun to see like what it narrows yeah, down So to. there will be a list of, let's say, 40 total prizes the first person who wins picks one of those 40 prizes. And then the second person who wins is picking from a list of 39, 38, 37, like all throughout the month Mm -hmm. until, right. So the earlier you win in the month, the more options you have. And with every single episode of the podcast, and maybe even like, maybe we'll do one in the newsletter or whatever, but it's going to be a text, the code word in to win. So you'll be allowed to text every, you'll be allowed one entry per code word. Mm-hmm. So if you win on a Tuesday, you can text a new code word in on Wednesday and you go back in the... In theory, you could win all the prizes. You could. I mean, small chance, but you know, you could. It could happen. People get struck by lightning and win millions of dollars of playing the lottery. Yeah. And because you can, you'll have multiple chances. So basically, 
The more you listen to the show, the more entries you have to win. It's a fun little game. It's, it feels like a game. Maybe that's why I like it because it feels like a game and I'm excited about it and I'm excited about the prizes and I'm handpicking all of the prizes and they're going to be good. Awesome. So it's the March of Appreciation. It starts March 1st, which if you're listening to this on the day of release, believe it or not, is one week from today. What? So the March of Appreciation is here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, I think I forgot to do this last week, but uh, I'm going to try to be to be better about it. Our call of the week. And we were talking about the stuff that you got away with. That your parents got away with. Yeah. Because you're, yeah, that would be illegal now or get you at least investigated by the child protective folks. Oh yeah. And they are good. Like stuff that our parents did with us that would never fly now. You'll, by the way, you'll hear this in the voicemails at the end of the show. Uh, apparently the danger with drinking out of the garden hose is that the garden hose will sit and get super hot. And if you don't flush it out, you could burn yourself. Oh, that's, that's the issue. It's not poison or bad water or anything. It's that if the water has been baking in the sun the whole day, and then you take, turn the water on the first blast of water, you're going to get mm. super hot. Why are you making a face? Well, it's boring. I thought it was going to be like contaminated no, water no, or something no, no. cool. It's just not. I mean, not cool. That's not cool. I don't know why I said that. Okay. <laughs> play the call. Hi, this is Jennifer calling from Atlanta. When I was younger, probably seven, eight years old, uh, we had a 35-foot motorhome, and when he drove on the interstate, he would let me climb up on his lap and put my hands on the wheel. And when we were about to pass an 18-wheeler, he would lean way back so the trucker wouldn't be able to see him, only me, the seven-year-old kid. Dad would have me look over while keeping one of my hands on the wheel and wave at the driver. <laughs> and my dad and I would just laugh and laugh. That's amazing. Uh, and nowadays, I think that's probably a felony. Oh, for sure. Also, it was at the end of the call. Yeah. Okay. Right before we started recording this, I saw the best story ever that falls in this category. Yeah. That is almost unbelievable. And it happened in 1914. In 1914, this woman wanted to send her kid to grandma's house. However, train tickets were very expensive. And she realized that the postal service at the time, like they had raised their maximum weight of what you could send in the mail from three pounds to 50 pounds. So this woman's mother put a 53 cent postage, pinned it to her, dropped her kid off at where they ship packages. And she went 73 miles being shipped. So Not she, in a container. Her mom just put the postage on her outfit. And, ma and effectively mail her to grandma's to grandma's house. Perfect. You know what? <laughs> and a train ticket was three times more than that. I'm like, oh my gosh, can you imagine showing up at the post office with your kid now and being like, I want to ship my kid to New York. Why are <laughs> defects? We spending two days driving from Atlanta to Syracuse when we can just priority mail Ellie Mainly because I don't trust the post office to not lose uh, her in the mail. Yeah, it's a different time. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. A friend of ours who is having a baby next month 
asked me a question and it has me second guessing whether I did something right or wrong when you had your baby. Our baby? Our baby. She asked me. <laughs> Her baby. Your baby. <laughs> yeah, now I see that it looks like me. So I'm like, oh yeah, it's ours. It's ours. Um, she asked me, she said, uh, this might sound like a weird question, but I'm a super planner, so I need to know the answer. When you went to the hospital on the day that Ellie was born, did you drop Callie off at the front door and then go park the car and walk in with the bags? Or did you just park the car and then the two of you walked in together? Which is, and I, I answered, we did the latter. We walked in together. together. I uh -huh. parked in the parking garage. Should I have dropped you off? No, and you did offer. Oh, I did? You did offer, but I was like, uh, no, because I was a little scared that if you didn't come with me, you wouldn't be allowed in or something, you know? Like, I didn't, because COVID times. So uh, I just, was Just little... the weird protocols or whatever? Right. So you would just be a guy being like, yeah, I'm having a baby. And you'd be like, right. where's your wife? And be like, she already went in, I swear. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to be alone for like a second. I'm like, don't leave me. Got I'm it. Scared. So I think the way that we did it is... And, which is funny, because like my water was still in progress of breaking. Yeah. So I never even told you this, but I took a washcloth, like one of our washcloths, and yeah. like stuck it in my pants. Yeah. And then we went to the hospital. And then when we got to the hospital and I changed and stuff like that and got in my hospital gown, I threw it in the hospital. Laundry? Trash. Yeah. Oh, got rid of it? Because we didn't have bags at that point. I didn't have a purse. We didn't have anything. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to ask someone be like, hey, can you hold my water? That's funny because when we went to the hospital that day, I also stuffed a washcloth in the back of my pants because I was crapping myself. What? It was a joke. <laughs> you put a washcloth in and I put a washcloth in my, by my bum. Boop. That's a terrible joke. That makes no sense whatsoever. I was having a baby. So scared. Mm. I was pooping my pants. Mm. Yeah, that was... The oh. end. <laughs> it's going to be my go-to whenever it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Jennifer from Asheville, North Carolina. Probably I, too, hate buffets. I think they are so disgusting. Except... Every Mother's Day at the Biltmore House, the Deer Park Restaurant has a Mother's Day brunch buffet, and I make an exception. <laughs> and also, um, the Grove Park Inn has generally this Valentine's buffet, and then also sometimes a seafood buffet. So my husband always says, if it's $50 or more, then she likes that buffet. Anything below, not so much. So just join me, and we can be... Um, hoity-toity buffet people. Have a good one, y'all. Bye. We are new parents, and I got to be honest with you, I really did not know a whole lot about kids, especially about babies. I know next to nothing, and I was reading that I was supposed to be, you know, playing with Ellie, but she's under three months old, and I didn't know what to do. Well, we got a KiwiCo crate for her. It's called the Panda Crate, and all of their crates are age-appropriate, right? It has little activities for them, and they're all educational. So I opened our crate for Ellie, and it has all of these awesome age-appropriate things for her. Since she's only three months, there were a lot of like black and white things that help with her sight and her vision. And it's really cool because they also tell you why it's important in that stage of development. So 
I know that Ellie's learning a lot, but I'm actually learning a lot with our KiwiCo subscription. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. There's something for every kid at KiwiCo. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com promo code UPSIDE. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Mary. And I was just calling to tell you all how much I appreciate the recommendations that have been given and how much they've improved my life. I am having my sweet cream vanilla cold brew from Starbucks. And I did get the Newman's salad dressing that was recommended by an upsider last week. And it is excellent. It is my new go-to dressing. And I just really like hearing y'all's recommendations. And I hope you guys have a great week. Donovan in Woodstock, New York. Congrats on losing your first tooth. I hope it's so much fun. And I hope the tooth fairy was good to you. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Margaret listening to Friday's podcast. And one of the things that we did as kids was at trick-or-treating and at Halloween, we would get homemade goodies from the neighbors. I remember one of the moms would make popcorn balls. Definitely wouldn't do that now. Thanks. Love the show. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I'm listening to the show, and I wanted to call about the garden hose thing that you were talking about. Um, I think especially down here in the south, the garden, the water in the garden hose can get really hot. And I've seen people getting burns on their face and their mouth. Um, I think that's why you shouldn't, why people are saying not to drink from the water hose. Um, it can get kind of dangerous. So I hope that helps. Um, hey, guys, it's Liz. So all of these things that we did as kids is giving me life. But you just talked about the garden hose, and my kids still do it. One of them still covers or um, closes it off and then so that, like, the water isn't flowing anymore. And then the other one's like, what the heck? And then they open it, and it splashes on their face and up their nose. And it is still, like, one of my favorite things to watch them do in the summer. It is everything. I hope Ellie gets to do it. It's just fun. Um, Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Hi. It's Molly calling from Jackson. It's so funny because I saw a TikTok last night about this, and it asked, what did your parents do that would now be illegal and I thought it was so funny because I just listened to the podcast from yesterday and this girl said that she would go over to her friend's house and her mom would take them to either Walmart or Target and drive to the back of the store put them in a dumpster and then go shop in the store and then she would come back and then pick them up from the dumpster and go home all right love you guys thanks Bye. Like attracts like. You are a magnet. If you're negative, you're going to draw negativity. You're positive, you draw positive. You're a kind person, more people are kind to you. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand.